Blog Talk Radio. Lord, I come, I confess, bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart. You're the one that guides my heart. Lord, I need you. Because there's the Lord's Prayer, 
is the arm of God prayer. You know, there's different prayers. So tonight, we are going to be speaking. We are going to be uh, talking and speaking. We're also going to be demonstrating power of prayer. Amen? And I just want to uh, 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 thank uh, Apostle Edward for coming in. He's uh, there. And then we have a real special guest. Her name is Cheryl Fox, and she's a prayer warrior. A prayer warrior. And you know what? We need a lot more prayer warriors. Right, Cheryl? Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to just, uh, uh, right now, we are, right now, we are uh, probably uh, in about 45 countries tonight. That in 45 countries, there's going to be a change of atmosphere. In Amen. In each, in a change of atmosphere in each, con- each con- country, with each country because of the power of prayer. Amen? That's right. So I'm just going to turn, turn, over, turn it over to uh, uh, Edward. Amen. Hi, Edward. Yeah. How are you tonight? I am blessed, blessed, blessed. Yes, I tell you, just what you said there, through prayer and everything, that's what it's been. That's what we've been doing. That's been the mode of everything. And we've seen some incredible things just these past few days through prayer and what God has done and how what it's done with many of the people. And uh, it, it's a, really what it is. It, it's our only line to God. And we're right. our attitude depends on what our prayer life is. It, it, that's it, because our communication must be there with God. And if it's not there with God, what's going to happen is we just lose on it. We have to be, have have discernment, we have to have understanding, wisdom, guidance, and be in and out of the season, be bold, be strong. Everything we need in this last day, because as great a time as it is and what God's doing, we can't say, well, hey, that we can just sit down and do nothing, but we have to be prepared. And everything that prepares is our relationship to God through prayer. Amen. Now, Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. I've heard your. I've heard your prayers. Did you send it to me? And you are a warrior. You're a prayer warrior, and you're basically. Uh, you are really challenging people. It's really challenging people to pray, and everything like that. So I'm just. You know what, Cheryl? We're going to turn it over to you, girl. And uh, you know, just you just speak whatever the Lord has put on your heart, okay? Amen. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess back in the summer, all summer long, God had put it on my heart that we needed to go to the legislature and pray, because that is where. Our, that's where the stronghold for the authority, for where the laws are made, that's where it is, is in Regina. Yeah. It's at the legislature. Right. And yeah. it's good to pray wherever we can, but that's where the stronghold was. And I really felt like we had to go to where the stronghold was. And it, I was involved with a church at that point in time, but I also knew from dreams God has given has been giving me mm-hmm. just about on a nightly yep. basis that in one of them mm-hmm. he 
um, I had been basically been told, and I talked to my pastor at the time about it, that a time would come when he would lead me away from the church where I was at to for ministry in another area. And in August, in August, I had four dreams saying it's time to close the door. Mm. And so I stepped out in faith and I closed the door. I walked away from where we were attending and I'm going, okay, God, what do I do next? What's next? And the only thing that came to my mind was take your authority, go to the legislature and pray. At that point in time, the city was talking about bringing down vaccine mandates, and so everyone was up in a roar. So I started at the, at City Hall because that's where yeah. it, everything was starting to take place. And then after a Amen, couple of weeks at City Hall, we moved it to the legislature, and we've been at the legislature Fridays. Um, and Amen. from things I've learned, what was that? Oh, uh, from things I've learned. I'm, mm-hmm. I know I still have a ways to go, but I have truly been blessed to have spiritual mm-hmm. leaders in my life who know mm-hmm. who they are in Christ to pour into me. Mm-hmm. For example, it, Apostle, what was that? Go ahead, there. Uh, uh, for for example, Apostle Samuel Terry, um, Pastor Adib Bamasai. Um, Pastor Roy, um, actually the warrior in me was called out um, in about January or February of 2020. Samuel Terry went and did a revival meeting up in Moose Jaw with Pastor Roy there, and they identified the warrior in me at that meeting and called it forth. Mm-hmm, it is. And it's mm-hmm, ever since yeah. then, it's just been like God has just been pouring into me, causing me to grow and just stepping out Friday what that? and having to put into practice what I've learned has already yeah. caused me to grow even more. Perfect. Yeah. Because here's the more you teach, the more you learn. Yeah. And Amen. basically my, what I, what I've been trying to do is not just take my authority, but I've been calling for revival because we can get rid of what we have here in the spiritual realm, but what's going to replace right. it? That's right. And I you know about, from... Yeah, Sorry, what's that? You see, the thing about the revival, the first step to revival is repentance. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and, know and Canada works have been... Amen. And the other thing too, Cheryl, it, it was the Lord. It was the Lord that basically took you out of, out of that. Uh, actually, it was a very, it was very subtle, Cheryl. But it was a um, uh, what's the word I say? Keep you in the place, and the Lord's trying to move you out. Okay. See, if you would have stayed in that church, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with all that congregation people. Okay. When you stepped out, that's when the Lord anointed you. Right there. Okay? What, what's happening? Right there, right there. Go ahead, Edward. Okay, what's happening now, it's, we go back to Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, 
he's doing a new thing. He said, don't you see it? He said, I'll make uh, rivers in your desert. And, and, and also, he said, I'll make a way in the wilderness. And uh, what's happening now, from what it was even five, ten years ago, it's completely different. We have to lay aside what we learned, what we did, and everything then, because we're in a whole new plane. And that plane calls for not only moving sometimes geographically, but going into a different area, different people, different friends, laying some aside, you know, having new friends. And then also... The anointings on your life, the callings and the giftings in your life uh, are changing. In other words, you're going to see yourself operating in different things like you never did before to a higher degree, and some are new things. But the thing about it is, with this new anointing, is that you, just like when you said that our sister Cheryl had to leave that church, it calls for you to make moves, exercise your faith, and dare to do it. You see, be bold. And uh, because it's just like a lot of people say, I want to be used mighty of the Lord. I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, let's take Peter, for instance. Peter walked in the water. But you have to recognize, in order to have that great testimony, he had to first get out of that boat and put forth his feet, to say. And a lot of people want to have a great miraculous testimony without what the world would say, taking risks. But it is no risk when God tells you to do something because he's going to do it. You can take it to the bank. As far as the plate, in fact, uh, back in 1927, Smith Wigglesworth had a prophetic word that was the eighth point, and it was for uh, extravagant faith. That means faith beyond, because the faith that uh, in Zuzu Street and all the generals of old is not going to get the job done in this day and age, because what we're doing will surpass anything that's ever been done on the face of this earth. Jesus said the greater things will be now, you say, and it's because he's made this time for it to be greater, not that we're greater. It's not, it has everything to do with people. It has to do with the anointing. He's pouring it out so strongly because he wants to get as many people into the kingdom as he can. So he has brought portals from heaven, from the throne room with the straight stuff. As you would say, the anointing is coming down forth, and it's not watered down. It's a pure thing, and a lot of people won't receive it as it is because they'll think, oh, wow, it's crazy, but it's simply God. So if we believe that God can do anything, and he's almighty and can do anything, we have to recognize, hey, uh, we don't limit to what we've heard or seen in the past or what we think or where our faith been or anybody else's. We have to recognize this is God, you see. We have to keep focused right. and fix on him because if you start fixing and focus on yourself or anybody else, you know, you're not going to be able to do it. It's not your ability, but it's his. So we have to be willing to make that change that we fit into the remnant, you see, in order to do these things, to be what God calls to be yep. through some drastic changes. Amen. That's right. Praise the Lord. That's good word. Good word. Amen. What do you think, Cheryl? Very good word. Amen. Very good word. Yeah. Praise he, the Lord. He's about a lot of, a lot of our uh, God's generals, quite honest with you. A lot of God's generals ended up leaving denominations to do to do what God called them to do because they Amen. were in the denomination they were in uh, in the denomination they were in basically they were, they were being uh, pushed down. Amen? Yeah, that's right. He, he right? pulls you out. You know, just, like, uh, just to say one more thing I want to be talking sure I'll be sharing there but you know God actually I used to follow different things on television pastors and things in the years past and we even Local church, but you know, I haven't followed anything. We don't have a local church. We stream with Pastor Larry Huck, Jewish Roots, but yeah. uh, we have no real 
connections. Other than our ministry with people, which is all, which you know, Brother Roy, all over the world. But uh, he's kept yeah. me away. And, and you know, when you, that's such a good point what uh, you and Cheryl said there, because he has to keep us out of the mainstream that he feeds us separately ourselves, individuals, that we have what he wants for this hour. Because if you go to the same old place, the same old time, what happens is it's the same old thing, church as usual. And the church, the four yeah. walls is not anymore. What was 25 years ago, right. it's right. not that right. way that plan to say, and that's why he had to get us away from the atmosphere and give us a whole new brand, brand new plan. It's different from what the church world was, because you know, you both know as well as I do, the church has really failed the first 2,000 years here from what we should have done. We've missed the boat by a lot of ways, and God is, is uh, straightening us all out, preparing us that we're going to be without wrinkle, without spot, and really world will see the real Jesus, not the Jesus that we projected Amen. these 2,000 years. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to share a testimony, guys. Uh, back in 2000, uh, year 2000, I was upstairs in my bedroom, and the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. spoke to me and said, I've called you as an apostle. Okay? Now of course mm-hmm. you know you're called as a apostle. Right now you're not you're not in full apostle, right? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I was a little I was a little excited, maybe a little prideful. So uh, at that time I was going to Vicky Church. I'd been there for probably seven years. So I had a coffee with Pastor Terry. And I said to Pastor Terry, I said, Pastor Terry, I just want to let you know I was upstairs in my bedroom and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and it said he said I I called you an apostle. Okay? Amen. First thing he said to me, that wasn't of God. That wasn't of God. You didn't hear the Holy Spirit say that to you. Now, so what happens is my, my cousin is in my, my cousin is in Calgary. He's in the bookstore. And the Holy Spirit speaks to him. He says, get your cousin Roy Buy this book and send it to him. So Bond got me on the phone. He said, Roy, I'm sending you a book. So, okay. I said, what is what's it called? He said, no. I said, don't know when it gets there. Anyway, I got the book. And the book was just the apostle. How fast the Lord confirmed that? So what the Lord said to me was true. And what Pastor Terry to me was of, was of the devil. The reason is, my brother and sister, Victory Church has all pastors, no matter how big Victory Church is, they're all pastors, except uh, uh, George. George is apostle, Hazel is the prophet. Case closed. Amen? Amen. But in the meantime, but in the meantime, the Lord, you know, it's been now uh, 22 years, 22 years, and, and I pastored, like I, I, Evelyn and I had East End Revival Ministries, we pastored, uh, we, we did uh, conferences, you know, uh, with our G's Army Work Church, Work Training Manual. Uh, when the, the, the church, the church the Lord took me to, basically, Evelyn and I were there two days in the pastor place. Mm-hmm. And but but yes. that church, but that church, uh, uh, Edward and Cheryl, 
It didn't have anything. It had no music ministry, no prayer ministry, no children's ministry. But, but when, it, mm. when the Lord brought Evelyn and I out, into that, and we became the pastors there, what happened is the Lord started building the church. Building the mm. church for the prayer ministry. Building the church for the music ministry. Building the church for the children's ministry. Amen? Amen. 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 So that was Amen. Kind of the church right there. Right? That's right. That's right. And then the We're Lord going to operate. For quite a while, then the Lord said to me one day, he said, I, I want you, because it was kind of, kind of a part of destiny ministry of Christ. So anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Then one day the Lord just said to me, I want you to start a house church. And I started the house church in uh, September 7, 2003. And our, and our first service, we had 20 people. And it's been on and on and on and on and on. And now, and now I'm being blessed. East End Revival Ministries has gone from a house and a house ministry to all over the world. Amen. Amen? That's it. Amen. That's it. That's it. So what I'm saying is, what he did for me, he'll do for you. He'll do for you. He'll do for everyone I'm speaking out right now. I listen to my voice. He will do everything for you. For you. Amen? We press into, we press into the high calling of God in our life. We've got to press in, and sometimes we just got to press in. Amen? That's right. Thank you so much yes. for letting me share that testimony. Amen? Amen. And you know, Brother Roy, along with what you said, your gift and calling will make room for you and takes you places. I know over the years, uh, the places he's taken me is before a lot of people would have names or come famous. And, and when you minister God's word and power and yeah. truth, uh, people are drawn to you. Not that's you, but that anointing with God in your life. That's what God wants in this last day. That's why we get close to God. We operate in his power. You know, the, the fruit of the Spirit was, was Jesus' uh, personality and the gift is his ability. And we have to have those two together by exercising the fruit, which we have to do, and then the mm-hmm. Holy Ghost sees us fulfilled. Then we're open for the gift, and the gift flew th- flow through us. But when you do mm-hmm. that and you allow the Holy Spirit to direct you, you're going to show Jesus Christ whatever place, whatever, where he That's wants right, to do it in. Yeah. And, and that automatically, they're not going to see you. They're going to see Jesus. And that's what it's Amen. about. I know I had two times Amen. in my life is with, with a demon-possessed yeah. person. Don't need to interrupt, Edward. Don't need to interrupt, but i got to leave for a second, please. I'll be back. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, bud. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. Okay. Who, who goes now? Uh, I'm here. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Okay. Who's speaking now? Uh, Cheryl is speaking. Okay, go ahead. I wasn't hearing anything there for a while. Okay. Yeah. Um what Pastor Roy was saying is very, very correct. Um, 
but because when God called me out of the church, um, I can say that that is when my prayer life really greatly increased. Um, and I started also taking, um, going through Samuel Terry's uh, School of Ministries. Um, and I just graduated with my diploma with them. And it's, I've started to even war over my relationship with my, uh, with my boyfriend here, uh, Eddie. Um, like, I know God's called us to be together, but it's just been one thing after the, the other that the enemy has been tr- trying to come against us. And so I've started to actually war over our relationship, not just at the legislature. Uh, and actually, quite often, I fast every day. I fast until noon pretty much every day. Um, and I skip breakfast, and I break the fast with communion. And is my, my prayer life has, has changed ever since I took that step. I don't know for sure where God is leading me, but I do know, I don't believe I'm, this is, I believe the legislature is only the start. But we need the warrior bride to rise up and take its place. Because Jesus basically equipped every Christian to be a warrior, but we're also called a bride. But where in the, these past years, I can say ever since I was a child in the churches I ran with, most people were not prayer warriors. They might have some church, churches might have a very small prayer group, but when they prayed, it wasn't warrior prayer. It was more so begging and pleading. It wasn't actually stepping out and being a warrior. And I honestly, God started to put that into my life a little bit when I was going to college with Cecil Glover. And he started talking about declarations and decrees. But it wasn't until a warrior was called forth in me that things really started to move. Because I started learning more about how to actually war in the spirit. And I'm still learning. It's still a growing process. But up until that point here in Canada, I can honestly say I had never really been taught how to truly war in the spirit. I feel like there's a big deficit in the church up here with Christians that need to learn how to war in the spirit. Like I know there are those out there, but I feel like Right now, it's it's a small number, and there's a rep, there's a remnant that does it and knows how to, but we need more. And that's something else I deal with at the legislature too: is calling the warrior bride to rise up and take her place. If we're going to be the victorious church that Christ has called us to be, we need to step up and step out. Only way to start growing is to step up and step out. And flood yourself with people who know how to. Um, (sighs) 
Like, I know God has reserved Canada for revival. Like, I mean, I've, Fatine Grzetsky, uh, I heard her speak one time on the revivals prophesied about over Canada. And I bought her book of declarations and decrees over Canada. And at the very back of the book, um, it t- talks about a few prof- prophetic words that have been spoken over Canada. And dating as early back that I am aware of as the 1700s. Uh, and in 2006, Jim Watt and Alistair Petrie both gave pretty much the same prophetic word, and it said, God has reserved Canada for a great work at the end of the age, and there will be a revival coming that will be 100 times to 1,000 times more powerful than all the revivals in history put together. So at the legislature, when we call for revival, we call forth that we come into agreement with that prophetic word, and we call it forth. Amen. Amen. That's right. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Yeah, you know, Cheryl, the foundation of what you said is one verse, and that covers everything for being a prayer warrior and going forth and rising up. The kingdom of God suffers violence, a violent take it by force, and this must Amen. be taken by force. That's a whole foundation for it. Amen. You know, the key is key is push. Praying until something happens. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you know what, uh, Cheryl? Uh, you can see Canada here. They're, they're taking prayer and they're, and they're nonchalantly just, you know, not bothering with it. A lot of our brothers and sisters, my my daughter, and my sister, um, basically, um, they are they are doing that. You see, here the thing is, like I said, that one of the most powerful problems besides, uh, you know, against the enemy is basically, you know, the Word of God number one, the Holy Spirit number two, and another thing too, God, Cheryl. There needs to be a lot more pain in the spirit. Amen. But a lot of our brothers and sisters have basically. And, uh, you know, and uh, Edward can agree with me on that. A lot of our brothers and sisters, they're so, they're so uh, uh, being intimidated, manipulated, and dominated because, because of this, uh, this virus. And because, because basically, you know, uh, they, they, they've come to the point where they've lost their faith in the Lord. Amen? And Amen. they're yeah. pressing in. Instead of instead of pressing in, the Lord is bringing them out. That's a terrible yeah. thing to say, but that's that's exactly it. Right. When I was when I was there, remember when I was there, Cheryl? Yeah. Okay. First thing the Lord spoke to me, He said, "Son, go up and ask not many." are praying the armor of God every day. And I told people to put their hands up. And how many did? Oh, maybe one. Maybe. Yeah. So when I asked that, the armor of God prayer is one of the most powerful prayers there is. It talks about the word of God. It talks about uh, shield of faith. 
Amen? Talked about how great Amen. Jesus is. Right? That's right. That's right. How great Jesus is. Okay? Talked about the, the weapons of our work are not harmed, but mighty through God's is holding our stronghold. Amen? Right. Exactly. Amen. That is a powerful prayer. Why are people, yep. people praying this? And that's there in the beginning, you know the, the putting on the armor. That That's not even a full thing. I know my wife, what we put on is beyond the full armor of God. Isaiah 58, 8 says he's our rear guard. In other words, he has your back covered for what you don't know. You can trust him. And it's not going to mess up. If you're committed to God, he's going to take care of you. Where Remember, you're going to go down a certain street, and he told you not to go there because maybe it's an accident there. You've been involved. I mean, he protects you. Yeah. Remember, it's an airplane. Going to ride an airplane, God said, blocks it. He protects you from being an airplane, maybe it crashes or what have you. But that's another yeah, promise. Is that's only for the committed Christian. Only for the committed yeah. Christian, that's for. Yeah. So tonight, we're just going to uh, uh, ask the Lord to baptize people in, in the Spirit. Baptize people in the spirits all over the world. It's time for the it's time for the body of Christ to wake up. Amen. It's time for the body. It's time for the body of Christ. Ezekiel thirty-seven. Ezekiel yes. thirty-seven. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's time for them. It's time for them to come up, become alive to the army of God. It's- Amen. That's right. That's right. And you know, Brother Roy, it's very simple. You know, I want to let me before we start praying. I want to say just one thing about the people getting the attitude of it. They don't have to know anything about the Bible. You know, I, I came yeah. to the place when I was baptized in the Holy Ghost way back in 1971. I knew nothing, but my life I was saved for ten and a half months, and I was just up and down, up and down. And I yeah. came to the place that I. Lord had to give up smoking, and he had to give up everything. I said, Lord, I haven't been able to live for you, but I give my all to you. And when you say, God, I give my all to you, now give me the power to live for you. When you make that statement, you mean it in your heart. I'm not just saying a bunch of words. But if you say, Lord, I want to live for you, he will fill you, and you will be filled. Anybody will do that means that be filled. That, that's how simple it is, folks. It's not something you have to know this and know that. No, because I knew little, I knew less probably than anybody listening right now, but yet it was just giving my all to God and saying, now I need the ability to do with it because I've failed for ten and a half months. I've been up and down. I was saved, but I was failing. But he will do that. It's like if we lack wisdom, it says in James 1, 5, asking to be given to you. Accept the fact that he'll give it to you when you ask it because that's a promise. His promise are all amen. yes and amen, which means so be it. Amen. Well, the thing about with me, uh, the Lord took me out of Saskatchewan because I was just going to a, a mediocre church. I, I, I'm not going to say what it is, but it doesn't matter. But anyway, I, I, the Lord took me to BC uh, because I was accepting the Lord. I, I come out of the service of Cheryl. I wanted the service, and I'd say, oh, my, there's got to be more to you, Lord. There's got to be more to you. You know, uh, what I'm, get, I'm, I'm just not getting anything. I'm just like, I'm not growing. So anyway, the, 
the Lord took me uh, took me to BC. I was going looking for a job. This was years and years ago. Looking for a job, and anyway, um, uh, so uh, what happened was, I, I got a job. I got a job, and uh, and every, everyone was working here at Valley View. You know Valley View. Uh, she was there a long, long time, and I was up there, and then uh, uh, what happened was. All of a sudden, uh, I, I was in a, a Bible study. I was in a Bible study, and I've been asking the Lord to baptize me, please baptize me, Lord, and everything like that. Anyway, in this Bible study, we're holding hands, and all of a sudden, the power of God comes on me, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I start shaking, and I hit the floor. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the funny, thing, mm-hmm. the funny thing is, if you want to hear what the funny thing is, as I was coming down, I was coming face first, and just as I got to the floor, the Holy Spirit turned me. Mm-hmm. Amen. And after Amen. That day, or after that night, I would never, ever, ever, ever the same. Never. Ever the same. And then what happened was, Evelyn came up, I mean, she quit her job, 20 years, came up to BC, and uh, uh, so we, uh, basically, so she came up to BC. So we, got, we, we I found a house, I found a nice house for her. Good thing I did. She had a kitten. But I found a nice house. So, I mean, the Lord, and the other thing too about that, Cheryl and uh, Edward, basically, um, I couldn't find a house anywhere. Evelyn already phoned me and said, I'm coming up, I'm coming up to BC, I'm leaving Saskatchewan, we need to get all their furniture, and anyway, so, uh, then all of a sudden, house came right in that manifestation. Hallelujah. And then I ended up, uh, Edward and Cheryl, I ended up, I wanted to work at, uh, um, what was it called, uh, Jacobson Brothers, so I worked there before, but the door kept shutting you know, I, I got called there once, and I basically, so I ended up working for a moving, a moving company. Amen? So anyway, what happened Amen. was, I was working with this moving company, and I stayed like, I got to come down, get this guy, I got to come down with the truck, load my own furniture, load my own, what happened with that guy, load my own furniture, and he went back to BC, and we saved $2,000 on the move. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that, I mean, that, awesome. is, that is God. And that's what I'm talking about tonight. That is God. That's right. That, that's right. And then after that, we had all our, our relatives coming, to, uh, coming up to coming up to Williamsburg, B.C., and they're all coming up and they're getting saved within three or four days. <laughs> just... Pastor Cliff said to me, Roy, he said, you know what? He said, I don't need to have a congregation. He said, I'll, I'll just uh, the family is filling the building. <laughs> Amen. So, anyway, I just wanted to kind of share a little bit about that. Yeah, so that there's, so many, there's so many things you could say, and everything's brought to the T, too. Uh, you know, the great, great miracles, great manifestation where he shows himself one time after the other. 
uh, you know, I could get started in something. I really don't want to say it because what you all are here, but uh, there's just been so many things that are equal to what's happened to Bob or the apostles. A lot of people get caught up in what the apostles did, but we operate the same way as the apostles, equal to what the apostles have done. The experiences we have are, are very similar because it's the same God, the same power. There's nobody that's chief over us in that sense if we follow the Lord because he does the same thing he did for them, he'll do for us. And that, that's what people don't realize, you know person it's just simply trusting him and his word and he shows himself the mm-hmm. same way because he's the one that gets the glory we don't get any glory it's not us to begin with so he wants to work mighty through you roy to you sister cheryl and all of us you know that's what it's all about mm-hmm. and uh we have to recognize that it's just knowing who you are in christ and being bold speak it out no matter what just being bold there's a, there's a spirit of boldness now cheryl Roy, there's a spirit of boldness that God is bringing on his people Amen. right now. And you have to dare to use right that spirit because your mind will try to talk you out of it. But just be bold as he directs you because that's where these things happen because the kingdom of God suffers the violence, the violence takes by force. It's in your boldness on declaring the word of God that these things happen. That's, that's really what it's all about today. And, man, it's... It's showing it's becoming stronger, the bonus. I know my way my wife is, and, and, and the way uh, people I'm seeing, I know my own self and other people. God has taken his uh, His remnant and really turned it into something. We, ha- we haven't seen nothing yet to what he's going to do. Like it says in the back at 1-5, he said, even though I tell you, you wouldn't believe me. And that's what he told. And so he's going to show it through us, you know, as we dare to follow him and believe him and be bold and just step out, as you said, Cheryl, stepping out. That's what it's all about. Amen. Amen. I just want to because we're talking on prayer tonight, okay? And we're talking about prayer. Um, in William's labor, uh, from 7 to 9, we pray for our family to come into the kingdom. Every night, 7 to 9, we pray for our family coming to kingdom. And all of a sudden, it happened. Kamloops, my cousin and his wife. Then I then I went down to, to Moose Jaw. You know where Moose Jaw is, Cheryl. <laughs> right? I went down to Moose Jaw. Evelyn and I did. And basically, my cousin Vaughn, he got, he got really heavily into the martial arts. Seventh degree. So he came from Calgary. His brother said he was born again. So he comes down all the way from Calgary to Moostaw, and he's going to get his brother and go drinking. Anyway, what happened was he's sitting in the kitchen, in the kitchen. He's got his arms raised, and he's talking to a chill person and this, and all. it was just a devil talk. And I just said, Vaughn. He said, what? I said, you ever feel the power of God? Well, I won. I said, get ready, get ready to tell power God now. And all of a sudden, he's sitting in that chair, and we're praying in the spirit, Sarah and Edward. We're praying in the spirit, and all of a sudden, we heard crying. The Lord just humbled him, and he wasn't sitting in the chair anymore. He was laid out across the kitchen floor. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Then because 
because of the miracle of, of what the team was born, my Uncle Lyndon asked Jesus into his heart. And his mother was there. Uh, and she, you know, she's seen the miracle too. And she asked Jesus into her heart. Amen? I mean, yeah. That's right. Just bang, 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 bang. But it, what I'm getting to get back to here, it was all because of prayer shift. Like we prayed every night from seven to nine. I, I don't know how many years. I mean, two, three years, two years. But, yeah. but you know what? It came to pass. Amen. Amen, Brother Roy. You know, I, I don't know if I, if I ever told you about when I worked at Mack Truck years ago, but we I was we had 5,000 of us there. And anyhow, the three shifts of Christians, we got together, and we appointed the people at certain times to pray during the day, in the evening, all three shifts. To make a long story short, when we prayed, we seen supervisors, we seen workers, you name it, drug addicts. Every one of them got set free and delivered. A lot of them are in ministry now, having churches, associate pastors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it completely turned that place around. That was, I've never seen a church have a revival like that, like was it that workplace right there. But it was through prayer, you know, because people just prayed. And, and people were as hard a core you ever want to run into, and God just completely okay. melted them. That, that's what prayer mm-hmm. will do. And, and really, you know, when you said prayer, what a lot of people don't understand about prayer is declaration, because when you pray, you're declaring the Word of God. You're not just talking. You're speaking God's Word. That's what prayer is. So when you're declaring it, you're declaring prayer right there over anything. When you talk to people or whatever, you're saying it, and that's praying right there. It's making it happen, you know, because it's Isaiah 55, 11 says, my word won't come back void. That word's going out, and it's Touching people and those that will receive it are going to receive it because it's anointed. It's their form, and all they have to do is open up and receive it. It's a done deal. I mean, it's that must be a sure thing. If people meet the conditions, you give them the true word boldly and the timing. I mean, it, it, it is. I mean, there isn't such a thing as saying, well, hey, uh, this doesn't work. We pray this, and why doesn't this happen? Well, it's just one of two things. You didn't even wait long enough. You didn't meet the conditions because the word promises are all yes and amen, which means yes, and so be it. But these ideas about prayers not happening, not working, there's a deficiency in us when it doesn't, because we know the Word of God's true. And you have to base the strength of prayer and the Word of God on what the Bible yeah, says, right. not what somebody has, exactly. what the experience they have, no matter how famous they are or how great a man or woman of God you might have thought they were. And that's what we have to do. We just have to completely blot it all out. Just focus on the Lord Amen. and what He said in our prayers and declarations, okay. and really back. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I go ahead, Cheryl. You're our guest. We want to make sure. Yes. We're doing more time. Cheryl is. You take the floor, Cheryl. Um. Uh, I I can say I know growing up here in Canada um, like in some ways I was blessed more so than a lot of other Christians I know because I uh, I I started to, actually let's start off when I was a baby I was born 
when I was born, I was projectile vomiting so hard I was spewing up blood and it would go straight across to the other side of the room. The doctors thought that there was a blockage in the intestine and they told mom and dad, uh, be prepared to sign for surgery. And they sent me to a specialist. The specialist took a look and said, we don't know what's wrong with her. Take her home. Be careful. And it was starting to get a little bit better. And then they started me on solid food and it started all over again. And at that point in time, they got one free newspaper from Wadena every year. And in that one free newspaper, it was advertising that the evangelist Cecil Glover was coming to Watson Christian Center, which is now closed. And we, mom and dad took me up for prayer. Cecil Glover prayed over me. On the way home, Mm -hmm. mom felt God tell her, when you get home, feed her chicken. And mom's like, chicken? Why chicken? Because meat is the last thing a baby can digest. You will know she is healed when you feed her chicken. Mom got home, and she usually made her own baby food, but it was so late at night, she didn't want to do that, but she kept a couple bottles of pre-made baby food on hand for emergency purposes. Right. And she looked, took a look in the cupboard. She had one bottle left. It was chicken. Oh, amen. Amen. Yeah, fed me chicken, and I was I've been fine ever since. And so I have that that testimony behind me that God does work. I don't remember it. I was too young, but I have I know my mom would never and dad both would never lie to me about something like that. So I know it took place. God set that up. (laughs) Yeah. And when I was probably about five years old, approximately, I was just starting pre-kinder reading readiness, so pre-kindergarten with ACE, Accelerated Christian Education. Mm. And then the church, the Watson Christian Center, closed down. Oh. And so we ended up homeschooling. And we went to a church in Tisdale, Tisdale Pentecostal Church, which the best yeah. church for the area, but really lacking in a lot yeah. of ways spiritually. But the best church was for the area. Was it quite laid back, Cheryl? Um, yeah. Like, they clapped a little bit, but there was a couple ladies there when we first started that mm-hmm. would uh, sing in the spirit and speak out prophetically, and that and a few people shut them down. Um, and basically, well, until recently, that just stopped happening in the church. When I was about nine years old, I moved, yeah. our family moved into Prince Albert. Um, we still oh. had the farm, okay. and we would go back travel on weekends back to the farm and we okay, went to yeah. Prince Albert Family Church. Okay. Mm-hmm. They yeah. um, Glenn Stead was the pastor mm-hmm. and their children's church is where I got filled the most in all yeah. my growing up years as right a child. On. And when I was about 14 years old, God led us away from the church. Um, yeah. 
And we ended up moving back to the farm and went back to Spitzesville Church. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up going on missions trips, and I came back from my missions trips and going, uh, I want to be a missionary. But nothing really okay. in my life ever since I graduated really fell into place okay. for that. And it was like I got a – Dennis Kramer came to Moose Jaw, and he, one of the prophetic yeah, words over my life was, Missions, 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 and that's all he said for two minutes. Right. Yes. And go ahead. Go ahead. He gave me another prophetic word: where strong prophetic gifting, discerning of spirits, word of knowledge. Begin to use these gifts to bless the body of Christ. And it's just like. That was when I was around 20, 21 years old. And so I've been trying to press in and going, God, I have this word of, a little bit of word of faith knowledge from how I grew up going to the -hmm. Prince Albert Family Church. They were were a part of the CFCM, Canadian Fellowship of Church Ministries. Um, And and the course, Cecil Glover, talking about declaring and decreeing. Um, So I had a little bit of knowledge and so I consider myself blessed compared to a lot of friends I knew growing up but really I didn't know how much I didn't know until recently Mm -hmm. we're all there there with you Cheryl You you know why that is Cheryl because knowledge is increasing. Knowledge yeah, increases. Yeah, yeah. That's good for everybody. Yeah. And you know what? Even going back through my generations, I, I can see how God has just set it up for the warrior in me to just be there. Because right. what we found out, we haven't been able yes. to, the church records have been burnt down. So we can't actually go back to the original source. But what my grandma told me before she passed away is there's a little bit of Mohawk uh, in our background. Okay. And Mohawk was the fiercest of the Iroquois warrior tribes. Mm. And the women ruled the tribes. And so now knowing that, and when the warrior was called forth, I'm going, like, God just was really setting it up right from the beginning. Amen. Yes. The Lord does that, too. He, he, he uh, connects us supernaturally. I mean, there's connection, but supernaturally, of the Spirit, he connects us. That's right, and we it's when we don't even know what's going on. You don't realize that things are going right before you. Then when it manifests, you say, wow, that's what was going on. But the yeah. thing about it is the Lord, the Lord connects us to the right people. That's right. Amen. That's right. And it's really the season for that because this is a big time for that. It's just like it the work is. he did with Esther. That book never mentioned God. But yet, what, look what he did in the book of Esther. He was playing something major, but nothing was said about it. It looked like everything was quiet. And that's when God... 
That's right, brother. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I'm very excited about your testimony. Yes. I can say that when Cecil Glover decided to step down from uh, pastoring in Moose Jaw, it was like I started to go mm-hmm. through a bit of a dry season. Um, like, I kind of felt <laughs> like I, the church there wasn't for me anymore because it was like a brand-new congregation, brand-new pastor, I really didn't know anyone there. I was driving 45 minutes from Regina just for the church now because I had already mm-hmm. moved to Regina. And so I'm going, okay, let's try and look in Regina for a church. Well, Regina is so big. How do you find a good church in Regina? Yeah, right. That's and right, it was like, I just honestly, I didn't even know where to begin to look. And so I just started, uh, I checked out Harvest City and went there for a couple months. And got involved with their young adults for a couple of months. And yeah. not that it's a horrible church, but, like, I mean, it just wasn't mm-hmm. where I felt God was in me. You need a spirit-filled church. You need a spirit-filled church, uh, basically, that was on fire, on fire. Uh, I want you to say something here, sure. Evelyn and I, okay. we pastored that church. Oh, we really? Destiny. Yes, we did. Because when, when the Lord spoke to us and said, I want you to come out of victory, we're done. Because I, I went to the Calgary, went to the Calgary, and they were going to go to Bible college and all of this stuff. And while we were there, the Lord showed Evelyn, 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 very, very discerning, showed us some stuff. And then on the way back from Calgary to Musha, the Lord said, I want you both to come out of the victory church now. So what, guess where we went? We went to Destiny. And when I, and I, I, so uh, Terry said, well, where are you guys going? Well, now we just said, oh, we're not sure. Because we knew we were going, but we're not going to, you know, we discussed it with them. Anyway, what was happening is we basically went to the uh, service. We met the pastor. And, it, and two days later, the pastor, well, maybe it might have been longer, even longer than that. The pastor stepped down. Steve. And uh, his wife, uh, Robertson, uh, they sat down. So anyway, uh, but at that time, there was, there was no there was no music ministry. There, there there was no music ministry. There was no prayer ministry. There was absolutely nothing there. Okay, so going ahead a bit, Evelyn and I were there, and uh, the Lord helped us build build that uh, ministry. You know, uh, the prayer and uh, and the uh, uh, the music. My brother played guitar. He was a very good guitarist. And then there was the, the, the children's ministry. And the Lord added, started adding children. Okay? So we're doing that. But then uh, what's his name? I won't say, you know, I'm talking about him. I want to say his name. Anyway, what happened was he basically brought Pastor uh, uh, Cecil in. Now, here's about Cecil. Cecil was on their road for 30 years, Cheryl. Do you know this? Yeah. And he was pushed into a pastor's role. And he was not a pastor whatsoever. He was an evangelist. And you know that, Cheryl. Yeah. So what happened was, so what happened was, he was, he was a one-man, I, I love Cecil, but he was a one-man band, uh, Edward. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so all the, 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 the drums and the, and, and, and the people on the drums and, and the keyboard and everything like that, Basically, 
he just basically had everybody sit down because he was so used. He was so used uh, used to uh, being the you know the the one man band because of the thirty years. It's hard for him to get away from. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. what happens is, uh, what happened was, I, I, I'm in the I'm in uh, I'm in the uh, building, and I just said, Lord, I just know what's going on, and uh, and the Lord said, Well, you need to start a work. He said, You need to start a work. And I said, Well, Lord, I, how can I do that? I don't have any, you know. Any. And the Lord says to me, He said, Who else do you need? Okay, so that's when we started our first uh, our first service in September uh, 7, 2003. And then we've gone from there. But I'm just saying, and another thing with uh, 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 Brother Cecil, my, 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 my mom, uh, my wife's mom, my, my wife's mom basically was dealing with cancer. And she was taking treatment, taking this. But anyway, she went and she said, I'm going to go. Cecil, uh, uh, Brother Cecil is going to pray for me, and I'm going to be cancer free. And that's exactly what happened. Because wow. the doctor said to, uh, to E, Mommy E, well, you you got to get more, can- you know, more treatments and everything like that. E, she said, look it. She said, I'm cancer free. And I'm not taking any more of your treatment. Case closed. That's <laughs> what she said. And she went for the cancer. And the reason I'm saying Praise all these testimonies is because, every, because everything that I'm talking about started in prayer. And the people out there, you need to know that. Everything That's starts right. with prayer. Everything starts with prayer. Then there's expectation, determination, and manifestation. And everything starts with prayer. Go ahead, Sean. Brother Roy. Or my brother. You know, back, uh, back in 19, I had cancer. The devil tried to take me out. He tried to take me out with cancer. I had uh, I wasn't able to urinate with my kidneys almost exploded. I just got to the hospital in time. They said I would have died. I had a number 14 situation. It looked like my kidneys were destroyed. I mean, every arena. And through prayer, the Lord healed me of that cancer. There's no medical treatment. I go into detail. It would take too long to say. It was everything was in a way was different than anybody would ever expected the way he did it. He healed me a cancer then, knowing that he healed me a cancer. But when I had that thing with my kidneys, where they thought my kidneys were ruined, uh, God not only healed them, but I believe He recreated because uh, my kidneys were like a twenty-year-old. The doctor said, and that was either a creative miracle or whatever He did with it. But like a twenty-year-old, and I'll be seventy-eight here, and now that's why I was seventy-five at the time. And that's what he's doing. I mean, it was through prayer, everyone, everything. And, and the way he had me pray about that thing was, uh, you know, I knew God had it. And I said, no, he told me, he said, when you pray, 
tell the doctor, you know, go with what the doctor says, and that's unusual. But he said, go by what he said. And when I went in, it was a new doctor from the one I normally had. And the doctor yeah, said, you're yeah. not going to have uh, any time of treatment. I said, no. I said, I'm not going to have it. And then we commenced to talk. And uh, I knew I was healed. God, you know, told me. But I, I said, now, God, how am I going to know I'm healed? Well, uh, he told me I was going to have to have a turf. And this turp, you know, they take all the things when they operate on you to take down to the laboratory. And I knew that was the answer. And when they identified down there at the lab, there was no cancer found that would have been if I would have had cancer. And that he even told me how he was going to show me without even having another biopsy. Yeah, so he, yeah. he showed me. <laughs> yeah, he is. And I, I, I didn't go into all the detail, but that, that's kind of a little the essence of it right there, but he leads you in the steps to reassure you and to show that's you right. how he did it in different ways, you know, and that's what's so unique that's about that's it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something right now, just to be very honest with you. The Holy Spirit woke me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. He says to me, he says, son, just because the doctor said it doesn't make it true. It is what I That's right. That's right. That's right. That's it's who's reported gonna believe, like when my wife had breast cancer back in ninety one. Uh she believed God and of course she's been free of cancer since nineteen seventy one. Or ninety one, I'm sorry, nineteen ninety one would be thirty one years. But it, that's what was popular that song and the lady I forget her name that sang it. But you know, the deal is cancer and all these things the doctor said are facts. They're facts. But the truth is we were healed. Truth always over ramps facts. So we don't go by yeah. facts. Facts, right. facts is not truth, but truth we go by, and that's what it is. That's why we have right. to uh, forget the facts and look for the truth of it, which is God's word. Yeah. But the Lord, the Lord spoke to me, and he says, do not agree with the devil. Yeah, he's that's got right. your right? And he said, that's so right. when the doctor says, oh, well, uh, I've already tell you that you have you have cancer and uh, you only got six months to live, everything like that. What's the first thing you do for her from death? A loved one. Mm-hmm. A loved one uh, comes. Yeah. And right away they say uh, to their loved one, oh, I got some bad news from the doctor. And oh, what is that? Well, you know, I've only got six months to live. I, I'm really with cancer. got six months to live. And they go, oh, my God. So they already told one person. They're agreeing with what the, the doctor said. And then all of a sudden, they meet another family member. Right? By your words, you're justified. By your words, you're condemned. That's right. But what happens That's is, life what, happens the was, what happens is, they allow the enemy, the spirit of infirmity, to basically, to, to basically flow more and more and more. Because they're, yeah, taking, well, they're, they're taking what the doctor, they're taking what the doctor's saying, and they're saying it's the word of God. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's sure. That's right. Death, you life, and power. You believe it? You receive it by faith or the other way. You know what I'm saying? And so that's, that's right. I had a brother. I had. A, I said this real quick. I had a brother. Uh, brother-in-law in Winnipeg. You know where Winnipeg is, right? Yep. Okay. So he goes into the hospital. 
I mean, you know him, Gary Beal, a, a very powerful man of God. He goes into a hospital. They do all these tests. They do all these tests. And they basically say, well, Gary, I hate to tell you that you got, you, you know, you have this, and all you're dealing with this, and you're dealing with this. And, you know, maybe in the natural, I mean, that's what he did. Okay. So Gary says to them, he said, I don't receive one word what you said. And they go, what do you mean? He said, I receive the word of God. And the word of God said, I'm here. And the word of God, the word of God says that I'm going to do this hospital within two days. So don't be put, trying to put all this stuff on me. Anyway, two days later, went on. Amen. 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 Brother Roy, you know, one more quick testimony I want to say to you. You know, this happened a couple of days ago. I went to the uh, the bone doctor and everything, took your back and everything, because I had a pelvic out a couple of years ago through an accident mm-hmm. when I was working around the house and knocked it out. So I went back to the doctors, and I thought, well, I'll get an X-ray on this. And anyhow, it looked good, and then, of course, my, my everything else in the back looked good. And for a man my age, I always get good reports from doctors about my age, how I'm in great shape. Well, he said something to me that I've never had a doctor say to me before. Uh, he looked at everything, and he said, you know, he said, your, your, uh, your spirituality will keep you well. You don't need anything. And I only met this man a couple of times really did any intense talking to him. I met him, you know, to my wife when she went to be examined. And But he said, your, your spiritual life will, will keep you going. And, uh, and I never yeah. had that because he didn't know about me. He Not didn't know anything how my faith was, what I was. But uh, that, when they say that, that's, uh, that's the perception of God. That's God saying yeah. things to them. It's, that just isn't a language that anybody talks to today. Hear him wrong, but it's the truth, you know, because, uh, you know, just like as a man thinks of his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23 7. I believe and stood on that for I could 50 years, almost as long as, as I was saved. And you know something, uh, both of you, just listen to this a minute. When you stand on something and you hold it to you, it stays with you because I can't see myself as old or decrepit or anything. I have a Young, I thought, as anybody in their 30s or 40s, I think that way, and some tell me I look that way and everything else. And I attribute that verse, Proverbs 23, 7, because if you lock into a verse in the Bible, it becomes part of it. Because a man thinketh, so is he. So you become what you think and say that you are, according to God's word, you say. And that, that works. It works, because I, I cannot vision myself with I'm able mentally to do it. Because I believe God's word for so long in that, and that's what God's word does for each one of us as we stand on scripture, wherever they might be, whatever it might be. Amen. You know what? The Bible says that Josh, Joshua and Caleb, um, it talks about how they were warriors, but it says when they were old, they weren't crippled. Like, I mean, they went and fought mm. a war in their 80s. He was 85, Joshua. That's right. 85. I mean, like, I mean, when I don't see any reason why we, when we're spirit-filled warriors for Jesus, should be old and decrepit in our old age. No, that's not God's will. 
fact, it speaks against that. We slow down a little, but there's no sickness with it or infirmity in any way, shape, or form. That's what the world has dosed out. And people, just what Roy said a while ago there, people have accepted this thing and made it part of their lives. They become it because if you think in your heart, you become. So if you think that way, you become that way. If you think victoriously and act on that, you become victorious. It's all up to you. And what you receive, what you do, how you are, what you're going to do, it's not up to God. In fact, in in Joshua 180, it says we're to meditate upon the word day and night. As we meditate upon it, uh, we make our way successful. God does not do it. We follow God's principles and teachings. We become it. God's already done it 2,000 years ago for us. So all we have to do is receive what he's already done for us, and we inherit that as we receive his promises, meeting his conditions. That's the thing about the Word of God. A lot of people are saying, God, do this. God, do that. No, he's not going to do anything. He's already done it. It's already a done deal. But we just have to simply believe it, receive it, and declare it. And that's the hardest thing for most people, especially declaring. It's easy to say, well, I believe it and have it in your heart. But you really declare it and pray it out, speak it out and declare it. And that's where the creative force comes into effect. So uh, the mountains are moved by speaking the Word of God. God created heaven and earth by speaking it into existence. We know he believed it. He saw it. There's a vision of it. But it was a declaration that made it happen. He said, children, I want you to do the same thing, and it'll work for you. He spoke the things that aren't as though they are in Romans 4.17. They became, you know, and that's what he's trying to teach us all to do, and that's what he's trying to teach us remnant and body in these last days, you know, in our prayers, in our declarations, which is a creative force that will make it happen. Yes. And you know what? Even though I was taught about declaration and decree by Cecil Glover, it wasn't until I stepped out now that I truly, this fall, that I truly started to understand more of what he was trying to get across. Amen. That's right. Like I mean, mm-hmm. like I mean, the, a, a song uh, by Sinatch is know know who you are. I know who I am. <laughs> Very powerful song, but the words are so correct. Uh, walking in, so for I know who I am. Walking in power, and it's just just the words of the song is just a very powerful statement for the believer of today that of where they need to be is like knowing who they are in Christ because if we truly knew who we were in Christ the enemy wouldn't stand a chance that's what it is that's what it is that's That's the bottom line and that was they're learning now people are starting to walk in that that's why yeah. Minutes till Jesus comes back. Oh, yeah, I believe it's just around the corner, and probably sooner than we think. With Jesus returned. Oh, yeah. But what I believe, what, what I believe yeah. myself is, is number one is knowing Christ. The, yeah. The body of Christ, the body of Christ needs to get to know Christ. There's people out there right now that have been serving the Lord, have been born again for 10, 15 years, and they don't know Christ whatsoever. And the second step, as you guys were just talking about, is knowing who we are in Christ. 
what did Jesus what did Jesus say about us? Amen? He says the righteousness of God in Christ. What's another one? Pardon me? He said we're kings and priests. Amen. Uh, Brother Adam? We're seated, we're seated in heavenly places, which means we Amen. operate out of our spirit and not our flesh. We must think that way, you see. And we must operate and we hear the voice of God, you know, from that. Too many people operate from their emotions. You can't control your emotions, you, but you put them under control. You don't give in to them. They come to you. We're all emotional creatures. But just like fear coming at you or anything else, the bottom line is you don't give in to it. You cast it down, and, but you don't quit. You know, it's not a shame. You can't keep the birds from flying over your head. But you can stop from landing on your hair. And that's the thing exactly. that people don't do. They don't cast down like the Second Corinthians ten five. Every word that is against the word of God cast it down, you know, and all imagination comes against Jesus. Uh but these are just simple little truths. You know one thing I have got to say to both of you, where people are lacking now and you know, I have programmed a lot of teaching and something that the Lord just showed me two days ago. I have to really emphasize more and more doing it, taking the scriptures, teaching the scriptures, because people literally don't know a lot of these scriptures have the understanding or revelation of them. If you ask them what certain scriptures, they don't have a very basic thing. But to understand the revelation, the understanding that the Holy Spirit's trying to bring out, they need taught on these things, because they're scripturally ignorant. Most yeah, they really are. They really are. You know, just one quick, and then I'll be quiet. Uh, you know, it says that uh, we are, to, uh, the Lord forgives us as we forgive. And a lot of people say, well, yeah. the Lord forgives us. But as we forgive, he forgives us. So if I'm not a forgiving man, God will not forgive me. But they overlook that, little things in there. They overlook the part that you are supposed to do. It, yeah, these right. things are and people don't want to take it. It's the buck stopping at their desk. They want to say, God will take care of us. God will do that. No, he's equipped us that so we go forth and do the things and fight the battle of faith, destroy the works That's of the right. devil. So until it does that, but we have failed in that area. That's why we have a government the way we have. That's why you have a government the way you have. That's why these things have happened, because there's too many people who have not prayed. That, that's where yeah. it all really was in the prayer, and then people were taking their places, standing up and fighting for the kingdom. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right, brother. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, yesterday the other day, a guy had a post on Carol and Edward, and it said the post was, therefore there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. I looked that's at the right. post. I looked at the post, and I said, and I and I said to him, I said no. I said that that is in the scripture. I said the scripture said therefore there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus who walk after the Spirit. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's, yes. let's get the scripture right. That's right. And there's another thing in that scripture. It says there is therefore now no condemnation. There, those are in Christ Jesus who walk right after the flesh, but the Spirit. So if somebody is hounded by that, hey, you walk after Christ, no matter how many times you fall down, if you get back up and you learn from your mistakes, you're in Christ. So therefore now as you stand there or sit there, right now this very second, there's no condemnation in you. 
but people, like you say, don't read it. They don't meet their condition. That's why a lot of the prayers yeah. don't work. Yeah. They, say with people. they yeah. didn't meet right. the condition of the verse. That's yeah. what it is. I mean, that that is that's what the Lord has showed me, and that's that, that that's one of the main things in my heart about people. Really, that's one of the main things because my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea four six, and that's why people that's are destroyed. Right. They say, "Well, I'm not getting my prayers answered." They don't know why. Uh, people need taught. And that's uh, that's uh, that's the biggest thing in my heart because I know that's the only answer for it. When people know the truth and act upon it, they're going to receive it. Amen, amen. That's right, my brother, my brother. Amen. So everybody out there tonight, it's just me now. I hope you I hope you're getting some food, some spiritual food here and stuff like that because we are. You know what I'm saying? The reason that uh, uh, Cheryl and myself and Edward are giving these testimonies because every testimony started it starts out with a prayer. Yes. The healing starts out with yeah. a prayer. Salvation starts out with a prayer. Deliverance starts out with a prayer. Yeah. Yes. Right? It comes into the spiritual, then it is the natural. That's right. What is the miracle? A miracle is a manifestation of the impossible, revealed atmosphere of heaven coming down to the earth of Christ's blood. Yeah. Amen. That's it. Well, like I can even see that here in Saskatchewan, like going back to the prayer at the legislature that we've been doing, because we started taking our authority mid-September. And Saskatchewan mm-hmm. in Canada yeah. has been the freest province. And mm-hmm. now what's happened is we now have this the, the largest convoy in history heading to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. We now have, uh, as of this morning, Scott Moe came out with a letter to the trucker saying he's planning to cancel the vaccine mandates in, shortly in the coming days. Amen. That's Amen. Not, I, I, I honestly believe it is all due to prayer and what we've been doing at the legislature. Of course it is. Exactly. Of exactly. Fruit from the prayer. That's the fruit of it. Yeah. That's prayer. Effectual fervent prayer for the righteous man right. or woman. And I always put that woman in there because I'll tell you. We have some powerful, powerful power in every year. Oh, you better believe You better believe it. Wonderful women. We we have we have apostles. We have uh, different apostles. Yes, they are apostles. There are women and they are apostles. I'm telling you that right right now. There's too much of this there's too much of this garbage. There's too much of this garbage where basically women can't do that because they're a woman. Women can't be in the pulpit. Women can't be this. Women can't be Women can't. And you've got pastors that are basically bashing them, bashing them, saying, well, you know, they're women. They, they, you know, they, they shouldn't be doing anything. That, you know what that Very is? Good. Male chauvinist pig. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's... I can accept that about these. But we, we have powerful, powerful women. Cheryl, you are a powerful, powerful, powerful woman. And you know when I when, when the Lord showed me that show, when I went when I went to the graduation. Oh really? 
Yes, I did. I went to graduation, and I anointed uh, Apostle Samuel. I anointed Apostle Samuel. You were there. Um, and I, I just went, I was invited to graduation. We were there speaking. But as I was sitting in the front, as I was sitting in the front, the Holy Spirit says, I want you to anoint uh, uh, Terry, Apostle Terry. Anoint him for what, I want him, for what I'm going to have him do. Because the Lord is going to open up the door for Apostle Terry because he's been faithful. He's been faithful, but now there's a new level for him. Amen? Amen. And you, you know Apostle Terry, don't you, Brother Edward? Yeah, I had a meeting for him. Remember for that revival uh, he had about a year ago? I was one of his speakers on online right there. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess a little over a year ago. That's, that's so wonderful. Yes. I had the awesome yes. privilege. I had the awesome, awesome privilege of going uh, to uh, going to the uh, graduation and, and uh, basically, uh, um, you know, and uh, speak speak at the graduation. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So anyway, um, praise the Lord. Um, so. Um, I just right now, I, I think right now, we're just gonna we're gonna allow the Spirit of God to do what He wants to do. Uh, uh, Edward, whatever the Lord wants you to do, uh, Cheryl, um, whatever the Lord, Lord is focusing you to do. Uh, I see, I, I honestly see uh, tonight. I see many, many, many getting uh, get people getting down on their knees and asking the Holy Spirit to burn. Draw Senator. Amen. Yes, amen. You see, the thing about it is, my brother, oh, my brother and sister, wherever we go, we should, we should be walking the anointing, the holiness, and purity of God, righteousness of God, that when we come up near an unbeliever, they get convicted. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The very the anointing, you know, and that works. That works as people either come up to, there's people sometimes that come up to you and like, when I hit you, you don't even know them, but the spirit on them, the spirit on you, and another that come up and pour their heart out to you, which is that spirit. That's, your spirit speaks really what it is, you know, that spirit that's on you. It's not your word, but your spirit right away in the perception. That's how we know those very things. We're around people, how they react. Not even saying a word to them, never even seeing them before. That's why it's so important that we are walking in the power and in the anointing 24-7. 24-7. Be in that attitude of prayer. You know, it doesn't mean we're on our knees 24-7, but we're in an attitude, no matter what we're doing, that when something comes up, you'll find, you know, to be in an attitude of prayer. You can be doing something, your mind's completely centered on that. Something comes into you, right away you move that, and you have the answer for it. And God moves what you're praying, what you're doing. That means that you have your radio on, and you're ready for action. You know, you might be working in a shop, maybe you're working in a restaurant. That's what, that's what it means, that you're always ready. You always have your radio on, you're ready in season, out of season. And you've got to be. I know I have to be, because I, I get things and calls from people just like that, you know, and... Uh, uh, I have to be ready. You can't afford not to be. That's why he said to be in the season. 
And uh, I can't exactly. emphasize that enough. Yeah. Say that enough. Yeah. And then, no, uh, Edward, do we have a two-hour window, or an hour and a half window? Pardon me? What do we have, Edward? Do we have a two-hour window or an hour and a half window? Well, usually, I don't know, usually an hour and a half. I don't know what it is tonight. I didn't look at the window. We usually have been closing off at 8.30. So I would say, I know my window is bound down. I can't tell you the answer to that uh, right now. Uh, I didn't look. Well, to be honest. I looked. So we're right at eight thirty now. Yeah, we're. At 7:00. But I don't know. Okay. okay, let's go a little bit longer because we want to get this prayer in. I mean, this is very important. So, um, just as the Holy Spirit to put it on your heart, Cheryl, just basically start uh, speaking it out, girl. Do we want to do the prayer proclamation tonight? Um, I'd have to find it. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it, but I, you know, I I just want to. Uh, yeah, okay, give me a seat. Okay, guys, I might have a bit of. I'll run upstairs. I'll be right back with you. Okay, you guys should just pray. Okay. And, Whatever you want. Okay? I'll be all back with you. I was thinking about it, but you confirmed it, Cheryl. Okay. Um, Holy Spirit, I just ask that you come and you fill the hearts and the minds of everyone listening to this broadcast. Yes, Lord. I ask that you raise up warriors for Jesus the Messiah, Yahshua HaMashiach. Raise up yeah. the warrior bride. Yes, Cause Father. people to come into their lives to help raise raise that Ezekiel army, that jewel to, that jewel two army. Raise those armies so we can go forth as the victorious church that Jesus is coming back for. I call forth that warrior, the warrior bride to rise up and take her place. I declare and I decree that she is rising up and taking her place in the authority in the spiritual realm. She is rising up and taking her place. I call forth revival. Father, you said that Canada is reserved for a great work at the end of the age, and there will be a revival coming that will will be 100 to 1,000 times more powerful than all the revivals in history put, put together. So I call for that revival now. Holy Spirit, the only way forward is with is with the move of you. So I ask that you come in. You see the, the people rising up, but I ask, Holy Spirit, that you come in and you move. Move powerfully. Move in your own special way. Amen. Amen and amen. I found it. Amen. It's a powerful, powerful prayer. I'm just going to find it. Do it open. Set it here. One. Okay, we got two. One second, yeah. 
Further or where all where else? But I'm thinking definitely oh, yeah. Canada and the U.S. Yeah, because, yeah, because <clears throat> they're connected, right? Canada and the U.S. Yeah. are connected. Um, and we're connected with Brother Edward, of course, also Edward. Yes. Um, yeah. What do you What do you think? Uh, 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 <coughs> excuse me, Edward. What's that now? I have a lot of crackling in the background. Go ahead. I have to really strain my ears to hear what you're yeah. Is that good, Edward? Did you go over Canada in the States? I, I didn't hear that. Is it good for us to do it over Canada in the United States as part? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, both, we just, we're staying with both of them, right? Canada as well as the United States, definitely. Okay, let's do let's do this if it's okay with you with you people. Let's pray in the spirit. Let's pray in the spirit first, okay? I'm not saying how okay. to pray in the spirit Just pray in the spirit. Must 
that we have it really in our lives to be able to serve God the way he wants us to. So what I'm going to do in the prayer right now, I'm going to pray the prayer, but I'm going to ask you all right now, it's giving you a little instruction here, not just praying for you, but how to do it. And I'm going to pray uh, that, but I want you to believe and receive when I pray, and I'm going to give a time, but I'm going to be releasing my faith. I know the other two are here are going to release their faith with me. We're in agreement yes, here sir. that you're going to be filled with yes. the mighty baptism, and your life is going to change, and you're going to be what you've been called to be, okay? Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Father, as we come before you now, we thank you, Father, for this night, for these testimonies, for the words that were said and the, the power. And, Lord, you said that in Isaiah fifty five eleven that your word would not return back void. So we declared your truth out there tonight in these airways right here. And we pray that it was on hearts that will be receptive. It has been receptive, but it won't end tonight. Lord, let those words carry in the hearts of these men, women, and children. Always, Father, let this be, because we know this wasn't our words. It was your words, Lord. And for what you have for them, we ask that they retain those words. And, Lord, if they were uh, had needs in their body, their mind, being saved, or whatever the situation, we declare I'm done. But right now we're praying specifically for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, Father, I'm asking you now. We're asking you as a team right here. Father, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to fill these people with the mighty baptism, with the evidence of speaking in tongues right now. I'm going to release this anointing right now. I want you just to be ready. Just be ready. Expect this. Lift your hands up. Be expectant because when we ask, it's done. It's not just some feeling or thought that you have, but you're going to send something in your tongue, something that's there, and you'll just. Just commence to thank God, just thank him. It might be in your English for now, but what's in there, just leave it come out. It might be baby talking, it might be God, 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 it might be fluency. We don't know what it is, but there'll be something there that'll just make, make you to usher, to speak it out. In other words, you're going to have to speak it out, whatever it is, whatever utterance it is, but that's the evidence of it right now. And we're going to pray, and God's just going to take it over your tongue right now, okay? Father, release your anointing upon every here right now. Every here in the name of Jesus, touch him right now. Empower, yes, empower him right now. You are empowered. Now, thank him for you are empowered. Yeah, empowered. You're empowered. The word, you're empowered. So raise your hands and just thank him for it. Consider it done. Just praise him. Just worship him and thank him. Love on him. We're not even here. Just you and Jesus is there. Just you and Jesus. Just love on him. Just focus on him. Forget all about us. It don't matter about us. Just focus on Jesus right now. Yes. Yes. He, he, oh, yeah, that, that, just love on him. Love on him. Love on him. Praise him. Love on him. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Lord, 
Oh, the Lord is just showing me. Oh, he's shaking me. He's shaking me. Yeah, yeah. Every time the Lord uh, shakes me, he's confirming yeah. what he's supposed to come out. Yes, yes, Amen. yes. Yes, it was. I got that too in the lamp that the Lord has me go through sometimes. And He's touching people now. Just it's to put, just to stay with Him. Don't pay attention. Just love on the Lord because you're you're. It might sound something like that. It don't matter how it sounds, but you'll know it's just something inside of you is just drawing out of you. It's drawing out, but you have to declare it out of your mouth. To you have to make the sound because we. That's a two part here. We're covenant with God. He did His part, so we're doing our part. But open our mouth. And just leave whatever sound it is out. Amen. Amen. Just continue to pray in tongues now, and do it every day, and you'll you'll become more proficient. God will give your you know your fluency and everything. Yep. Some people I've seen it right away; they get it. Some people don't. It's hard to tell. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, you just continue in it because there's three reasons yep. why you need to have this experience. First of all, to worship and praise God uh, in a way that you can't do in your regular English. The second thing is to encourage yourself, to be encouraged for your own edification. The third thing is to pray for things that you don't even know what's going on, like you could be praying for a man in Africa, and he'll be having you pray in the Spirit, pray in tongues. You won't even know what you're praying about, but there'll be some need yeah. right there. He can use your tongue for things that you don't even know about. So there are the three reasons right there we need that experience. Excellent reason, Excellent reason. Yeah. Excellent reason. And you know, sometimes, sometimes when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you might get one word or two words. But yes. you know what? Yes. Yep. It, 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 it will come more and more and more and more and more. Amen? It does. It, Amen. It, it does. And, you know, I've got answers praying the Spirit many times, and, and uh, answers and, and uh, something wouldn't happen. You know, I'd be ministering to somebody and nothing happened. I pray in the spirit, what's wrong here? He'd show me to do that, and then he moves. So it, 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 Paul said, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you all. And, and with men, he wouldn't have spoken tongues the way he did and prayed in tongues. He wouldn't have been the mighty band that he was because that prayer language, it made the difference with my life way back in 1971. I turned from zero to 100. I mean, it was the most powerful. I haven't been the same, uh, y'all, since that time, way back in 71. It just made a new man out of me. It'll make a new woman, a new child. It doesn't make us better than anybody. It makes us a better us. And you need that. Amen. Just praise God. Praise God. Amen. Turn power. So, you know, Brother Edward, I'm so blessed that the Lord connected uh, me to you. And, of course, Brother Amen. Well, I feel the really, same way, Bumbo. You and Ken, Ken, and, and you have really helped me. Well, I even praise God for that. God, I give him all the glory. Even, even if not, you know what, from Musa. Ken always bugs me. Amen? Okay. Amen. Oh, Amen. Um, our, God, our God is awesome. Our, our God, our God, you know what? He basically, when we do this prayer proclamation, when we do prayer proclamation, we're, we're going to believe, we're going to believe that every word that's said, the word that we're confessing over, over Canada and the States, the Lord is just going to 
the Lord is just going to come in his glory and do it. Uh, we're agreed. Amen. It's a done deal. My faith is fixed for that right now. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm sure you Amen. guys are ready, too. Okay. okay. We, we got about 15 minutes, I think, right now, of air time right now. Because yeah, I think we'll we might be 9 o'clock. Amen. Okay. Read. Read. Yes. Read yeah. out. Uh-huh. Just repeat it after me, please. We ask. We ask. We ask. The Lord Jesus. The Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus. To forgive us. To forgive us. For our sins. For our sins. For our sins. That have taken place. That have taken, taken place. In, in Canada. In Canada. In Canada. And the States. And the United States. Okay. okay. Political corruption. Political and corruption. Moral perversion. perversion. Moral perversion. Witchcraft. 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 Cult. For cult and idolatry. Cult. And idolatry. And idolatry. We pray. We pray. We pray. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. To cleanse us. To cleanse us. Mm-hmm. In allowing. In allowing. Abortions. 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 And and any other way the innocent have been and, and, that, and any, any other, other way. Ways the innocent have been destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We ask for forgiveness. We ask your forgiveness. We ask your forgiveness. For divisions in the church. For divisions in the church. For spiritual pride in denominations. For spiritual for pride in denominations. Backbiting. Backbiting. And for anything else. And for anything else. And for anything else. That has hurt the church. That has hurt the church. That has hurt the church. That has hurt of the Jesus church. Christ. Of Jesus Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ. Okay, we're going to go into questions. Okay. We ask for God's kingdom. We ask for we, God's kingdom. And we ask for God's kingdom. To come. To come. To come. And his will. And his will. And his will. Be done. 
be done in Canada and the United States. And it's be done be in, done in Canada and the United States. As it in heaven. As it in heaven. As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Amen. We ask, we ask in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. We we ask in the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For spiritual. For spiritual. For spiritual. Oh, of God's grace. Of God's grace. Of God's grace. And mercy. And mercy. And fire. And fire. And fire. Upon, upon Canada and the United States. Upon, and the United upon Canada. And the United States. Okay, we ask for we ask for true spiritual revival. We ask for true spiritual revival. We ask for true spiritual revival to come. To come to Canada. To come to Canada. To come to Canada. And the United States. The United States. Causing. 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 A turning, a turning to God. A turning to God. To God. A cleansing. A cleansing. A cleansing. A brokenness. A brokenness. A brokenness. A brokenness. A humility. A humility. And a hunger. And a, and a hunger. hunger. And a hunger. For the one. And only. For the one. For the one and only. True God. True God. The one and only true God. Now, when I do this last one, the Holy Spirit's going to just come right into your, into your place there as we do it. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yep. Yes. We ask. No, I'm sorry. We resist. We resist. We resist. All forces. All forces. All forces. All forces. Of evil. Of evil. Of evil. That take that have been, that have taken uh, hold. That have taken hold. Of Canada. Of okay. Canada. And the United United States. States. One second here. Okay, we resist. We resist. The spirit. Oh boy, here we go. The spirit. Of wickedness. The spirit of wickedness. That has established strongholds. It's a stronghold. It has established strongholds in the United States. In the dark places. In the dark places. Where the enemy has set up his camp. Where the 
the enemy has set up his traps. Where the enemy has set up camps. Recall on the name of the Lord. Recall on the name of the Lord. We call on the Commander name of the Lord. Commander, Commander of the host. To destroy all spiritual strongholds in Canada and the States. To destroy all spiritual strongholds in Canada and the United States. Yep. We proclaim this day. We proclaim this day. We proclaim this day. Okay. That Canada. That Canada. And the States. That that Canada and the United States. Where we live. Where we live. Will live. Now under. Is now under. Is now. Is now under. Under the power. Is now the power. And the Holy Spirit. Spirit. All other spirits. All other spirits. Are hereby given notice. Are hereby given notice. Are evicted from Canada and the States. Be evicted from Canada and the United States. And are evicted from Canada and the United States. By the power of the name of Jesus. By the power of the name of Jesus. By the power okay. of the name of Jesus. But this is the last part of it. Now that we have prayed, we believe that our the canon in the United States will be that reclaimed. We will be Canada and the United States will be reclaimed. Reclaimed. Restored. Restored. Revived. Revived. And set on a path of righteousness. And set on a path of righteousness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. 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 Father, yes. thank you so much for coming on with us. It's wonderful. You know, it's... Uh, the testimony was powerful, and Brother Ed, yes. thank you for uh, for what you had the Lord for had you to say in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And uh, you know, um, so what we'll just shut this down because we're at five feet. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you so much, uh, Cheryl and uh, Edward. It was just a privilege, a blessing to uh, you know to come on to have you come on together. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. sister Cheryl and, and you, brother Roy. Just a wonderful time, beautiful word, beautiful testimony, sister Cheryl. Beautiful time, beautiful two hours. Amen. Yes. Thank you for Amen. having me on. It's been a real blessing. Amen. I believe God's going to do a great work. Yes, Amen. yes, Amen. he is. Amen. Amen. Well, Cheryl, Amen. Cheryl, give me about the prayer proclamation, but I, I kind of had it on hold because I said, well, Lord, if you want me to do it, we confirm. So we confirmed it. Anyway, God bless. I'll talk to you guys soon. I, I, I love you guys. Love you uh, all, too. See, uh, yeah. All right. Love you all, Bye too. Bye for now. Have a good night. Have a blessed evening now. Bye.
Good night, everybody. Good night.